Welcome back to another episode of Her Daily Drive, a podcast series designed to inspire young women to find their daily drive in Jesus. Hear a range of testimonies and conversations with women of all ages about their journey, the struggles and triumphs. I'm your host, Sarah, and I hope today's episode encourages you. Let's get started. Welcome to the opening segment called Getting to Know You. Original, I know. And today I'm going to ask three questions. So welcome back to a second round, Kathy. Thank you, Sarah. Would you rather go to the theatre and see a play or go see a movie? Oh, that's a tough one. Probably go to the theatre and see a play. Hike or bike? Hike. Travel by plane, train or automobile? Automobile. What is an automobile? Is that just a car? That's a car. (laughs) (laughs) So plane, train or car? I like the train. I just I just travelled out west for a day between country towns and loved it. And you can move around. Yeah. You can go get food and coffee and just have your own little nest for a day. For those of you that don't know Kathy, you can go back to her previous podcast and listen to her testimony. Today we're going to jump right into a topic and do you want to introduce that topic for us? The topic is on including people who have disabilities in our Christian community. I think we talked earlier about the fact that it's not always them that has the disability but us. The disability within the church is actually us that's not including them. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Why do you think this is an important topic in today's society to talk about? I think it's always important to talk about this. I don't know whether our society is any different from previous times where we really have a history of not being comfortable with difference, Mm -hmm. someone who's different from us, anyone that's, you know, not like me, including their skin colour, even their language and culture, people with disabilities, people in different social circumstances from us, and even people who are a different age from us. Mm -hmm. We're often uncomfortable, not in our comfort zone. So I think it's important for us to get out of our comfort zone and to try to relate to people that are different from us. What is God's perspective on this topic of us being inclusive of everyone, no matter who they are? I've got a Bible verse. In James, it talks about not showing favoritism Mm. to one person over another. So he says, don't show favoritism. Suppose a man comes into your meeting, so say your church or your home group, wearing fine clothes, a gold ring, and a poor man comes in shabby clothes. If you show special attention to the man wearing fine clothes and say, here's a good seat for you, but say to the poor man, you stand there or sit on the floor by my feet, have you not discriminated among yourselves and become judges with evil thoughts? So he says, listen, my brothers, has not God chosen those who are poor in the eyes of the world to be rich in faith and to inherit the kingdom he promised those who love him? I think what James is saying here is there is no difference. Mm. There, there really is no difference. And there are a lot of other verses that could back that up as well. There is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither male nor female, etc. And we could expand that to say also there is no difference really between people with disabilities in the kingdom of God and those who don't have disabilities. In a previous job, I'm an occupational therapist, I worked with a teacher And she had a small disability, which was that her toes were joined together. So she used to kick off her shoes and show the kids, 
you know, I've got a disability mm-hmm. and okay, this, this little boy, your friend over here, he's got arthritis or he's got some other sort of disability, but I've got one too. Look at mine. She was really saying, we've all got something. Not only that, in God's eyes, we are completely equal. Kathy, what's your personal experience with the church and people being very inclusive of others? The first memory that I have is of when I was a student. I was living in what we call a Christian community where we had a number of Christian people living together with a purpose. It wasn't just sort of students just, you know, out of convenience living together. But there were a number of homes associated with our church and one of them had a girl who was a friend of ours who had quite severe cerebral palsy. She lived with a number of other girls. They just, you know, looked after her. She was actually a university student. Mm. Like, she didn't really need that much looking after But there were some things that they needed to do for her and and they were quite happy to do it and she just joined in the rest of the life of the house. So that was one thing. Recently I've been a little bit more involved with people with disabilities in our church through what we call the Barnabas community and that is we've set up two houses where people with disabilities are able to live with care support but the houses are associated with the church and the church has pastoral oversight of those houses and those people. So it takes responsibility for mm. making sure that their well-being is looked after. Do you have any inspiring quotes or Bible verses? Yeah, I've just read a book about amazing women. <laughs> it's a little intimidating, but two of the people that, I was inspired by uh, Corrie Ten Boom. She wrote a book after the Second World War about how her family was involved in hiding the Jews and for that she got caught and was sent to a concentration camp. I didn't realise this, but before the war broke out and before all of that happened, what the hiding place was based around, that she and her sister and father, they lived in a fairly small house in Holland. It was a very open home and so people were, you know, coming and going and they had boys and girls clubs and they really worked hard to bring the Christian message to their society. Yeah. But part of that was she really wanted to share her her faith with everybody and she began holding services for children with intellectual challenges. She said it was such a joy and this, I think, tells us what, what God's opinion is of mm-hmm. people, you know, with intellectual challenges but also any challenge to know that the Lord doesn't need a high IQ in a person in order to reveal himself. In fact, people of normal or superior intelligence likewise need the help of the Holy Spirit to understand the spiritual truths which are only spiritually discerned. So she's saying, you know, people with what we would call intellectual disability Mm. can actually have a relationship with God. We don't know what that's like because we can't get inside their life and really understand them. But then in the same way, they can't get inside us either. You know, nobody can really know what that internal experience is. Yeah. But that it's definitely there and able to be there. I thought that was a really lovely quote from her. Also, Mother Teresa, she had a lot to say to people in high positions, actually. Mm -hmm. And she didn't have any 
worries about holding back, you know, telling them what she thought of their attitudes. Jesus, she announced, died on the cross to show that greater love. And he died for you and for me and for that leper and for that man dying of hunger and that naked person lying in the street. What that tells me is that she had the idea that, again, we're all the same. We're all the same in God's eyes. We need to take on Jesus' attitude towards all people. Yeah. And it's not just people with disabilities, but as I said, you know, people, people that are much older than us, for instance. And to me, when I'm familiar with someone mm-hmm. that's a bit different, like when I really get to know some very elderly person, say, if I'd spend time with them, or I spend time with someone who has a disability, and I actually get to know them, that difference actually just drops off. Mm. It disappears. The connection that you have with that person is the main thing that holds that relationship together. Yeah, and I guess that goes on to practical steps. We'll just go and get to know someone and see, like break that by becoming familiar with someone. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's really important to try to do that. You know, it does take a little bit of energy, but it might be easier than you think to actually go and talk to someone after church or or something. We're naturally drawn to people like us. Mm -hmm. So it is stepping outside our comfort zone. And I'm speaking to myself here too. I tend to stay within my comfort zone a lot too. But if I see someone standing on their own, I hate that. Mm -hmm. I just absolutely hate seeing people alone in a crowd of people think no someone needs to talk to them okay well I guess that's me me. (laughs) so I'm gonna go and talk to them because I think it's just a lonely place to be so -hmm. if you've got any empathy at all and if you've ever been in that situation yourself you know what it's like it's awful being Mm -hmm. alone in a crowd and not being taken notice of or ignored or whatever that's the practical step is really just just to go and talk to people yeah yeah Any final words of encouragement for listeners today? Yeah, I think that we all know people in our lives who are different from us. And as I said before, not just with disability, but other differences too. So just step out, out of your comfort zone, make a connection. Asking God for wisdom in doing this is probably a good idea because sometimes we can think we know Mm -hmm. what that person needs or we think we know what to do and God might show us something different. Try that and you know, the golden rule, do to other people what you would like done to you, like if you were in their situation. I guess we've all known rejection or being ignored or people being indifferent towards us. So let's not be the one that causes that in another person's life. And as I said before, it could be much easier than you think and you could make a friend. Thank you for joining us again today. My pleasure. Thanks for listening to today's episode, everyone. Until next time, I hope you have a wonderful week.